Welcome to another episode of The Producers. I am your co-host, Mark Sands. And I'm your other co-host, Matt Sands. Hey, Matt. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Um, so, what's on the agenda for today? Oh, you know, talking movies. <laughs> talking uh, specific- <laughs> Specifically, we're going to be talking about some superhero movies. Because the Avengers superhero Age of, movies, yeah, super duper hero movies. the The new Avengers movie, Avengers: Age of Ultron, comes out this weekend. Um, so when you're listening to this, it's probably already happened. It's already come out. We've probably both already seen it. So well, I'm sure it we'll was have to so share good. Next week, best movie ever. <laughs> I loved it. I'm waiting for the fanboys like Thursday late night early friday morning when the when it's over just how many people are going you know freaking out on facebook about it twitter they're all gonna be blown up best movie ever oh my gosh Ugh. but no yeah we wanted to talk about our favorite avenger movies so like iron man captain america thor hulk etc and just kind of go over them give you our thoughts our our opinions about them we'll opine about them and yeah yeah so they're all marvel movies um obviously there's a lot of other marvel movies um like the x-men movies that have come out and of course the uh blockbuster hit guardians of the galaxy last year um which technically does tie into the avengers movies because thanos is in the guardians of the galaxy and i think he He's the bad guy, right, in the Avengers. Like, he's the main... Yes. Was Thanos... Uh, sorry, I'm not well prepared, but was he Lee Pace's character? Uh, Josh Brolin. That's who Thanos is. Josh Brolin. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, X-Men, all those movies are good and we love them, um, but we will specifically be referring to the superheroes in the Avenger movies. Definitely. Um, let's, are we going to kind of just What's talk it? about our, our favorites? Maybe our not so well, favorites? Well, let's start back with, uh, what year was it? Was it 2005? 2003. So The Hulk? Uh, they started out really messing up the Marvel movies. Um, with the Hulk, you know, they've had three different Hulks, Pro- you know, more of course, but in recent times they had, uh, um, Eric Bana was the first, shoot. who was the first one? Eric Bana. Eric Bana. That's right. Um, and then of course, Edward Norton and now Mark Ruffalo. Yep. Um, and they've settled on, on, uh, little Marky, um, <laughs> to be the the newest Hulk in um, third time's a charm absolutely I, I really like so what are your thoughts on that role. Um, you know it's it's one of those things I know they they sort of revamped it you know they had Hulk that came out I was pretty lukewarm on it didn't care for it a lot and then you had the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton which was marginally better again wasn't huge on it but but I appreciated the what they did with that, that um I, I don't know i felt like bruce banner was more empathetic 
as a person in the Incredible Hulk, the Edward Norton version. But I really, really like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I think he's a great actor. And I don't know, he just plays the role really well because he comes across as kind of like, you know, I'm just kind of a chill scientist, but there's something brooding underneath all of it. So I, I think he embodies Hulk pretty, pretty well. And uh, I think he pulls it off. Yeah, I think it is executed well, too, because he didn't have his own movie. Right. They kind of learned from this with the first two. And they're like, well, he's an important character. We'll put him in alongside the other superheroes. Um, But we'll kind of merge them together. And uh, um, so, yeah, so they take characters from um, Thor, Captain America and Iron Man as well. Um, So which of those? I guess is your favorite or, or what do you enjoy? Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I really, I've got, I've got kind of a top five, top four sort of written down here. My favorite of the adventure movies is the first Iron Man film. I really like that movie a lot. I liked it when it came out. I, Robert Downey Jr. is, I mean, he's fantastic. He, He's a perfect Tony Stark. He's got the right mix of that arrogance, the sarcasm, the humor. But surprisingly, he he does the action star thing really well, too, which, you know, Robert Downey Jr. maybe doesn't look like a guy that would. But uh, for some reason, like Tom Cruise, the older he gets, the better he gets at action stuff. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, But no, there's a lot to like in the first Iron Man. You've got the setup of Tony Stark becoming... Iron Man and sort of the self-made guy sort of genius that you know creates creates the first suit in a cave you know he's being held hostage by terrorists and then he goes on to save the world in his you know pimped out (laughs) Iron Man suit Um, but I I love it John Favreau as the director handles the material really well the action sequences are great Um, there's just a lot to like about it Jeff Bridges is in it, and he's always great. So yeah, I, I'm a big, big fan of Iron Man One. That's that's at the top of my list as far as favorite Avenger movies go. That's interesting. So um, they have. Uh, I agree with you. Um, um, Iron Man One classic. Uh, as a software engineer, geek, super nerd, I, I just love Tony Stark and his his brainiac, visionary you know, technique, techie self. Um, every geek dreams of owning some sort of Jarvis <laughs> in their home. Um, the crazy tools he solders on and the suit. I still, it's still a goal of mine for some Halloween to build a, like a DIY um, Iron Man, little, little heart glowy thing. I forget <laughs> what the technical <laughs> name of that is called. Um, but as I said, I'm your average uh, movie watcher. So I can use that card to get out of this one. Um, but there's an instructables link somewhere out there that, that does a little play by play on how to solder the little led lights together. And I've always wanted to build one. So soon, um, it's interesting. So John Favreau, is that you say it? Yeah. He directed the first two, but uh, Shane black directed the third one and he hasn't really done much. Um, but it's interesting uh, that they have a different actor and it kind of shows, you know, I think the movies get, I don't want to say progressively worse, but the first one is definitely better and it shines amongst the other two. Oh, absolutely. Um, Iron Man three. I did not care for it at all. 
it uh, it was too. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I can't articulate it really well. But it just seemed very fragmented. It kind of didn't know what direction it wanted to go. It, a lot of the action sequences just felt forced, like they didn't have a point, but they were just there. And then the whole kind of multiple suit thing was kind of weird. I, I don't know. It just felt like it felt very slapped together. And and I, yeah, it's definitely the weakest of the of the Iron Man films. And and two, I I'll save that one anyway. But yeah, three, I'm not. I'm that's on my sort of dislike list. I I think we own Iron Man 3 on Blu-ray just because we had the first two and it was sort of like, well, we'll complete the series with this one, but I don't foresee yeah. myself watching it anytime soon. Definitely. Um, so for me, with Captain America, I think this is one of the few um, s- sequels that I actually prefer over the first one. I think Absolutely. Captain America Winter Soldier blew it out of the water. It, I was so blown away at this sequel. I don't, I don't know what uh, was different about it. I, I believe it was the same directors um, and mm-hmm. possibly the screenplay too, um, which is actually, they're going to return for the, the next two Avenger movies, um, Infinity War Part 2 and 3. Uh, so I'm happy about that um, because I really loved Captain America Winter Soldier and the fact that that movie was better than the Captain America The First Avenger. I, I, I just, yeah, that's rare for me to see a movie progress that way. No, I agree 100%. Captain America Winter Soldier is my number two spot in favorite Avengers movies after Iron Man 1. And it's actually pretty close to uh, to being in the number one spot. Um, I've, I think I've seen Winter Soldier twice, and if I watched it a third time, it may actually bump Iron Man 1 out of the top spot. It, it's really, really good. And I liked the first one a lot, too. I really, I went into the first Captain America movie expecting not to like it. I just didn't see how it it just didn't appeal to me as a story. And I remember walking out of the theater and looking at my wife and was like, wow, like I was really pleasantly surprised with this movie. And, uh, and so I went in with to winter soldier with sort of lower expectations thinking, well, it's a sequel. We'll see. And it just, it blew me away. It's a fantastic action movie. The story is great. They, they handled the material really well. There's sort of a lot going on in it. Um, but you never feel lost in the story, and they and the action sequences feel like there's a point to them. They're not just random. Uh, I, I I'm a big fan of it, and I actually don't like Chris Evans as an actor outside of his Captain America role because I feel like he all you can tell he's acting in his movies. But for the Captain America part, that's kind of what you need. You need that sort of like, well, I'm the hero, obviously, and I'm gonna be saying cheesy lines, but it works because he sort of is that person, I guess. But yeah, I, I really, really like Winter Soldier. That was one of my favorite movies from last year. Definitely. And spoiler alert, um, Robert Redford as the villain, um, I really nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole twist thing at the end. And even Nick Fury's character kind of coming back mm-hmm. um, you know, towards the end. That was really cool. And the gizmos and gadgets that Nick Fury used to outrun the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the other villain. Um What's his uh, the uh, what was the uh, winter well oh the Winter Soldier he was the villain right yeah um, yeah that was that was a really cool scene in the in the car and stuff and again being a techie you know talking to his car you're at ten percent shields and stuff it's like okay now <laughs> what do I what will it take for me to deck out my car into this just you know super awesome techie <laughs> robot self automatic driving car of the future 
very cool stuff. It is, and I and I appreciate that they've got um, you know Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, kind of running through all of the different movies and sort of connecting the worlds together so that you know it's all a part of the same team. And, I, and Scarlett Johansson, I, I think, does a great job as as Black Widow. You know, again, another person that you're like, really, as an action hero? Scarlett Johansson, what? And then she really pulls it off. It's, yeah, I really like that. And, and her character, is, does she come in to Iron Man 2? I, I know she's not in Iron Man 1. I don't believe anyway. But I think she's in the second one. Um, yeah, I'm not 100% certain on that. I believe you're right. Yeah, I that think she's correct. in there. And I, I think she's really, really funny in that in that role in the second one. Sort of playing off the Gwyneth Paltrow's character. Mm-hmm. And sort of, you know, Tony's obviously attracted to both of them. Although his heart belongs to Pepper Potts. Um, so there's some sort of territorial stuff going on there with with that storyline. Yeah, I, I appreciate that they sort of dot, you know, they sort of sprinkle that into the movies. Yeah. And, you know, Scarlett Johansson and as well as Jeremy Renner, they're both um, heroes that didn't have their own uh, big screen blockbuster hit right. alongside uh, Mark Ruffalo. So, yeah. Good good stuff. We're, we're glad that they're additions. Um, the final... I believe it's the final mo- uh, movie that uh, has the you know, focuses on a sol- central character is the Thor series, um, which they've now had Thor, Thor: The Dark World, and they are they have announced Thor: Ragnarok, um, and I've only seen the first Thor, so I can't really speak too much about it. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, so Thor, he's played by Chris Hemsworth. Um, Loki is played by Tom Hiddleston. I don't know much about that actor. Um, but Loki and Thor, they're brothers. And they're gods. Um, so a little bit of uh, some fantasy, mythical stuff about um, that. Maybe it's a little unfair for the American superheroes to have to fight uh, other world beings. But at least they get Thor on their side. Uh, <laughs> minus Loki. For sure. Which I believe there was some crossover. Wasn't there crossover in? Uh, was it Thor? One of those movies had Iron Man. Am I not? Am I mistaken? That was the first Avengers. Um, yeah, yeah. Because Loki was sort of the bad guy, one of the bad guys. That's in the right. First Avengers movies. It was okay. Yeah. That's what it is. Then it almost felt like the first Avengers movie was like a Thor movie because of Loki. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, it focused a lot on Loki and, and Thor. Um, but and there was crossover in Captain America because I believe Scarlett Johansson's character was in Captain America Winter Soldier. If I'm she not was. Mistaken. Yeah, she definitely was. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I The Thor movies for me, I don't like them really at all. They're my, far and away, my least favorite su- Avengers superhero movies. Um, the first one is, is better than the second one, but the, and that's not saying much because the second one's just straight up a turd. And so, like... Thor Dark World is a turd, and the first Thor is just a fart. Like, they're both really bad. I don't I don't like either one of them at all. Um, Chris Hemsworth does a good really job. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth does a good job in the role. Um, you know, he's sort of the big, sort of Nordic-looking god that he's supposed to be, with the blonde hair and the big muscles and, you know, whatever. 
Um, but I, I just think they're hard movies to sort of... I, I think he works... Thor the character works well in the Avengers movie because you're not getting two hours of, for whatever reasons, like Shakespearean talking between the characters. Like, it's all British in this sort of old world tongue. Um, And then (laughs) contrasting that is Natalie Portman, who is just an enigma to me because she blew my mind in Black Swan. Just phenomenal job of acting in that movie but star wars episode one she's one of the worst parts about that movie um thor i feel like she doesn't do a very good job in those movies so i i don't know what role is right for natalie portman but she just i don't know she sort of sours the the thor movies for me and just in general like I don't know. They just don't do it for me. I don't know what it is, but I, I cannot get behind them. Uh, and part of the problem, too, looking looking at the credits real quick here, Thor The Dark World has eight credits for the screenplay, which means it went through a ton of rewrites. It went through lots of revisions. Basically what happened probably was the studio wanted a lot of stuff thrown in, and Marvel wanted stuff thrown in. And in order to make everybody happy, they, they just rewrote it to death to where it's just gutted and it's not a story anymore. It's just we threw in, like we had a checklist of what all we wanted in and we found writers that would throw the stuff in that we wanted and they left out stuff we didn't want. And oh crap, when we made the movie, it actually sucked, but too late because we threw $100 million into it. So I don't know. I'm just, I like, again, I like him in the Avengers, but... As a standalone movie franchise, if they never make another Thor movie, I I would pay them to not make another Thor movie. I would get behind that. Yes, uh, that reminds me of the movie John Carter. Um, doesn't have anything to do with the Avengers, but and I never did see John Carter basically because I was told by people who had actually worked um, either on the movie or with had some friends in there or something like that that basically Hollywood said, oh, you have to give John Carter a little buddy so that we can sell plush dolls in Walmart. Yeah. And uh, it's reasons like that where Hollywood comes in and ruins films, which gives you a whole new appreciation for directors that are a little more avant-garde, like Quentin Tarantino and Wes Anderson, who, who really put their like stamp on their movie. And, like You know it's, it's that director who's putting their image on it and not like some sort of Hollywood that's gaming the system to take advantage of our wealth. Um, so yeah, a little off topic rant, but I agree. Whenever people come in ruining screenplays, it's just, it's no fun. Not to mention, I believe it's a whole different director and, and screenplay, um, for both all the Thor movies. So, yeah. So when you get, when you start sort of segmenting stuff out to different people from one sequel to the next, that's when things start to sort of go off the rails because then you start to lose the vision. And, and the direction that they were wanting to take it in originally and which isn't sometimes isn't a bad thing it, sometimes it can be a good thing to to take a franchise in a different direction but look at what they did to like the spider-man movies you had the the toby Maguire series which was you know spider-man 2 critics go gaga over you know the sam raimi one i, I just think as as far as the three of them go they're just okay overall the third one sucks but um so they were like, oh, well, we can do these better. So they brought on Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. And I really liked the first Spider-Man movie. The second one sort of started to lose its 
you know, its footing. And then they were just like, yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to bring those people back. We're going to reboot it again. And so they're coming out with more Spider-Man movies again with different people and different stories. It's just, it's ridiculous at this point. And it's like Hollywood, (laughs) you just need to step back. Look at this, like be, be objective about this. If you were a consumer and were like, oh, every three years we're going to have new Spider-Man movies out with different people and different stories. Would you want that? Like, is that something you would want to do? And Sony seems to be content with like, yeah, that's what we want. We want to keep just redoing these over and over until we get it right. It's like, why don't you just focus on what you have and get that right? Like, I don't know. It's just insane to me, the mm-hmm. the decisions that they make sometimes. And that's why I'm really excited to see the, the new Avengers movie because I feel like the first one had a pretty clear vision. Um, you had an interesting sort of a dynamic between the act, excuse me, the actors and the characters, and sort of the struggle to bring them together. You've got tie-ins, and all of the different movies you've got tie-ins with the Agents of Shield show. Um, so it seems like overall Marvel and Hollywood sort of seem to be working together. Like, okay, we're gonna do this right, and we're gonna make sure that it all stays consistent with the exception of sort of the individual series. But so far, with the first Avengers movie was great, and I, I, from all accounts, it looks like Age of Ultron is going to be up there with it as well. So, Absolutely. So, the Avengers. Uh, we have the infamous Joss Whedon in charge of both movies, uh, at least the first two. The As I said earlier, the... Uh, the, f- the two that follow the infinity war part one and two is are someone else so that remains to be seen um little i'm not as skeptical since they definitely proved themselves worthy in the captain america movies um so we'll see how those go but definitely excited for this next one uh really liked the first avengers movie and it's always awesome when you you kind of you really love these one-off movies um at least Captain America and Iron Man and then you put them together with a bunch of other superheroes and make a movie with them it's it's very cool it's it's kind of like if X-Men well it really is X-Men now that Wolverine has his own movies right um, I believe he's the only character I think who has his own movies yeah and of course yep. the X-Men ones in general um, and that's kind of what it, it's reminiscent of uh, essentially it is yeah it's very similar to those those films and, and the Wolverine movies are, are sort of like the Thor movies for me. I, I do like those a little bit better though in that, like, I don't know if we really need those, but for continuity sake and for, um, you know, just the, the broader overall franchise that they're going for, they are kind of cool. So, you know, even as much as I dislike the Thor movies, it, it's, it's great that they're trying to do something like that and, and sort of, branch them all off and I and I'm not naive I know it's a money grab for Hollywood like they are like I said in the last episode they are Scrooge McDuck in a pool of money over these Marvel movies but again they're sort of holding on to some sort of you know I don't know what you would call it creatively they're, they're doing a good job with it so kudos to them for making the money and and having some sort of you know they're not like the G.I. Joe movies. Like, the G.I. Joe movies are clearly like, here's a <laughs> franchise we can make a lot of money off of, and we don't care what you do. Just, yeah. you know, bring it in under, under budget so we can we can rake it in. So, Yeah, I have not seen any of the G.I. Joe movies. Um, probably won't. <laughs> no, they're so, yeah. awful. 
Um, but I think I would, you know, speaking of X-Men, I think I would actually enjoy a movie about like Nightcrawler or Quicksilver. Um, or at least a, a few of them, you know, like throw a little bit of the, uh, the minor X-Men heroes in there. Um, even of the bad guys, like just Magneto verse, right? Just anyone. I think that'd right. be kind of cool. It is kind of cool. And they and sort of have done that with like the days of future past and X-Men first class where that, where you saw sort of the origin stories, um, with Xavier and, and Magneto, you know, played wonderfully by James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, you know, two heavy hitter actors in X-Men roles. And, and of course, Jennifer Lawrence in there as well. They just, they, they did those movies right. And they, they did a really good job with those films. Absolutely. And, uh, so it's cool to sort of have that tie in with the, uh, the other X-Men movies, which, you know, aren't, aren't great, aren't great movies, but, I, I really like it. My wife likes them a lot too. So those are those are a couple that we go to when it's like a Friday night. We don't have anywhere to be, and there's not a good movie out. Like, what do you want to watch? <laughs> yeah. hey, let's put an X Men movie in. Okay, sure. You know, good good I popcorn. Agree. And I will. Yeah, and I will say that like X Men: Days of Future Past was another sequel that I really really liked. Um, yeah. You know, and even just all the 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 future, or sorry, the X Men origins. We'll call it. Even if those as a sequel to like X, X Men, X Two, X Three, those movies definitely much better. Um, so Marvel is actually improving upon um, their movies that they're producing. It, it looks like so. I think we have much to look forward to with the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Absolutely, I'm excited about it. All right, when do you, are you going to go see it this weekend? Are you going to try to? Possibly. I think we're planning on a That's Sunday a matinee show. So. Pretty excited about Very it. Very good. And even better, we've got free passes, um, so get to see nice. it for free. Yeah. I think I have like a million dollars in movie gift cards from Christmas <laughs> leftover. So yeah, I haven't. <laughs> seriously, I don't think I've been I to a to movie this. since The Hobbit at Christmas time. So I've got some yeah. movie gift cards burning a hole. We called in you out on too. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was awful. All right, we'll hold you to it. <laughs> um. Well, before we wrap up, we do want to mention some corrections from last week's episode. Uh, Johnny Depp was in all of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Um, so I was I was wrong in that, in saying he wasn't in the third one, uh, but he definitely was. It was Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley um, who are no longer in the, the franchise. And obviously the whole plot line was about um, Orlando Bloom and his father and the heart and stuff, so... That's probably what I was thinking of and said the wrong thing. Um, also, uh, I tend to, to talk too fast and uh, totally butchered uh, Emilia Clark's role in Terminator Genesis. I said her name wrong and I said the movie wrong. So it's Terminator Genesis and Emilia Clark. Um, any other corrections, feel free to email us. We have uh, some new um, media for you to check out. Hello at theproducers.com. And uh, that goes to both of us. So um, Matt and I look forward to hearing from you. Um, Matt, anything to say? No, I um, I guess I'll give... You want to give some picks of, of movies to maybe check out that are in theaters right now? Or at least maybe that you're looking forward to checking out? So, of course, The Avengers Age of Ultron. 
Um, but another one that we're both sort of excited to want to see pretty soon is Ex Machina. So hopefully we'll get a chance to see that soon here in the next week or two and maybe can give you our thoughts on that. And I don't know about you, but I, I have still haven't seen, but I really, really need to, uh, Paul Blart Mark, Mall Cop 2. That's uh, um, it's going to be a contender for best of 2015, I'm sure. <laughs> Your uh, sarcasm is not delivered <laughs> to the audience as well as it should be. <laughs> Good Lord, Hollywood. Why? Whatever. I don't know. Go see Avengers. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, we talked about uh, some trailers last week of what's yeah. coming up, so... I'm really excited, looking forward to that. Tomorrowland comes out soon, and Mad Max Fury Road comes out soon. So oh, I'm, I'm excited so excited for, for Mad Max. Also excited for Ex Machina. Um, I still want to. S- there's some lingering movies that I still need to see. Um, Kingsman, uh, The Secret Service, yeah. based off of a comic book as well. Uh, I do want to see that still. That um, is one I had zero interest in seeing, but so many people like it. I I need to I need to check it out. I need to just I just need to suck it up and see it. Yeah, ever since Colin Firth and the King's Beach, I've been a fan, so um, pretty excited for that. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's all. Um, I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to uh, bring your pineapple, <laughs> and uh, we will uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Yes, so uh, the Avengers movie is coming out, so we thought we would go over the Marvel, the Avengers movies, not Avengers 1 and 2, but literally the superheroes in the Avengers. There's a train going by outside. It's probably going to be picked up in this. Gosh dang it. Sometimes it lays on the horn all the way through town. It's like a 10 second nonstop, just wah. And right now, I can hear honking. He has to be outside of town. There's nothing that he's honking for. Deer. He's honking for the deer. <laughs>